Hey, it's Brennan Gennetti. And I'm Devin O'Haran. And you are listening to Music You're Missing. And we are bringing you Levara. Yes, we are. We are so excited because she just dropped her brand new single, Red Flags. There was a reason I felt uneasy. All these red flags that didn't believe it. You said you love me, but didn't mean it. I put my trust in you, guess I tested my luck with you. It is so addicting. You guys know I have a bad problem where I just like keep songs on repeat if I like them. And driving here, that is what I was doing. Touche. It's, you know what it is for me? It's like the way that she teases you. She like comes to a little build in the song. Oh my and God. Then the you beginning get the- of the song, just like, it's like that. You'll just have to hear it. Yeah. Because I can't sing. Uh, we've also established this. Insert clip here. <laughs> Anyhow, Levara is going to be calling in in just a little bit. But first, we got some fun news. You guys are in for a treat. We just launched a bunch of new playlists this weekend. That we did. And their names are as follows. Leisure, Life, The Complete Collection. And then Devin and I have our own individual playlist where we hand select songs that we want you to listen to. Mine's better. No. (laughs) Simply put, like, I'm not even going to waste time trying to fight you on that one, Devin. So the first one is Leisure, and it's a modern take on easy listening. Yes, it is. And then we have Life. And that, my friends, is, you know, when you watch movies and the soundtrack just fits so perfectly for those emotions? Well, if your life was a movie, this playlist would be the mother soundtrack to it. That is true. That is true. And Brendan, wrap it up with the complete collection. So the complete collection, honestly, one of my favorites. Every (laughs) single artist we've ever interviewed ever. This is our 27th episode. So we have every single song we've ever talked about on the podcast in this collection. It is the complete collection. It is available now and there's like a hundred songs on it. It is a great way to discover independent artists. And maybe you haven't listened to some of our older episodes. You want to check out some of the artists that we've interviewed. You like them and you want to listen to the interview. And honestly, they're all great. Some of our favorite artists that we worked with are on there and we can't wait for you guys to hear it. And then there are mine and Brendan's playlist. Honestly, like we are eventually going to turn it into a competition just for my pride, really, just so I can say I won. I've been in this competition the whole time. What are you talking about? Just starting a competition. (laughs) So if you guys do listen to Devin's Discoveries and Brendan's Beats, we're going to need you just to like tell us which one you like better. And don't be afraid to tell Devin hers is whack. Mine is absolutely whack and it's absolutely terrible and no one will like it besides me. But I enjoy the randomness. And oh, as shit. Brendan said... That made me sound like a dick. <laughs> but as Brendan said, it is the most... is perfectly you. He texted me it when he was listening to my playlist. That is true. And you know what, Devin? That's why I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. All right. I want to talk to Levara about her brand new freaking single. So let's get her on the line. Lay, how's it going? I'm good. How are you guys? Can't complain. <laughs> I, honestly, I had to think about that one for a second. <laughs> to be honest, am I really good? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like, I feel like at this point in our lives and it's like, 
we've almost been like quarantined and all this COVID shit for a year. I'm like, am I okay? No, but am I like trying to, like, but like, do you remember what okay is even like at this point? Right? I can't believe it's been a year. Like, this is the new normal. It's crazy. Because I, um, I have bought concert tickets. Like, the concert was supposed to literally be like the week that we locked down. And they postponed it to like the next month. I'm like, okay, like, can't wait to go. And they <laughs> it to October. I'm like, oh, like, what the heck? And then it just canceled. Yeah, now that shit is just downright canceled. Yeah. <laughs> so what show was it? It was for a brutal major. Oh, oh my God. God. I, I fucking love him. It's first time I'm like, oh, my, I love this man. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I was, so I was supposed to go on that tour as well. It was that same week. It was in Boston. Uh, and tickets, they only had VIP tickets left. And I'm like, oh, such a, such a dick, what I'm going to say right now. But because I've worked in music, like I only like to sit like front row because I, I you know once you've experienced it it's hard to like <laughs> be in the shitty seats so but no one wanted to go with me so i bought vip tickets for myself and my friend and i was so stoked and then like you said it got canceled yeah i was so sad i was stupid though because i went on i think it was like Ticketmaster, and like you don't get like refunded you can like resell your tickets but you don't get a refund but my friend and i we were gonna we were gonna go and the, the dates were like friday and saturday so i was like okay like friday and he was like okay and then I bought mine for this Saturday on accident, so I had to buy two tickets. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Bruno Major is a, a pretty unique sounding artist. I don't typically go to shows uh, of that genre. Is that a genre of show which you typically go to? I've only ever been to one concert, and that was OVO Fest. So I was watching, like, Migos, Cardi B, Drake. <laughs> wait, wait you're vibe. a singer, and you've only been to one concert? Yeah, like, growing up, I lived in, like, a, like a hella small town, like two hours away from Toronto and that's like the closest place that they actually have concerts and stuff. And so I just like, I just never went. Girl, we need to get you out. That's all I have to say. I don't care that we're in the middle of the pandemic. We are going to get you to a concert. We'll put on a show for you. Like, I finally moved to like this, like, it's not even a big city. It's like, it's considered a city now. And I had like all these plans to like go to these shows and stuff like that. And then COVID. I was going to get out there. COVID ruins everything. Literally. So you're in Toronto, Ontario, right? No, I'm in Kitchener, Ontario. It's like it's like an hour from Toronto. Okay, okay. So I don't know who keeps saying I'm from Toronto. Like, okay, we've like <laughs> read <laughs> like Toronto. I'm like, I'm not from there. Okay, so we're gonna set the record straight. You're not from Toronto, you're just from Ontario. No, I'm not playing Toronto. I'm from yeah, let's just go with Ontario. We're just gonna go with well, <laughs> Brendan, like I honestly like we we weirdly growing up in Massachusetts, we really didn't like learn about the geography of Canada. So I don't know if you guys have states or what. And I recently learned that like Toronto and Ontario like aren't just town. I don't I, see. I still so don't know. It's like a Provident. It's a. Pro, they call it. You guys call it like provinces, right? Yeah. Yeah. I did a whole or I did a Canadian tour. So I like kind of understand the geography of it. But at the same time, I'm just so confused. Like, I didn't know Vancouver was an island. And then I was even more confused when I got there and I couldn't Uber. I was like, am I supposed to walk oh everywhere? God. I didn't know how to hail a cab. <laughs> I literally... It's weird because, like, it's so big, but there's, like, no people here. Unless you're, like, in either, like, in Vancouver or, like, in Toronto or, like, like the, the capital cities of each province. Like, there's just nobody. I've never even been to Vancouver. I, like... If I travel, it's just like going back home to like Indonesia. Like I don't travel like anywhere else. Is that something that you have been able to do these past few months with the whole, you know, way of the world? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Damn, I'm sorry. No, it's so good. Um, 
because I would think the the last time before like I so I went last summer for four or five months and I like lived there with my grandmother and then um the time before that I think it was six. Oh wow like it's just it's so expensive to go there but like the living cost is cheap just the plane tickets annoying and mm-hmm. like my family it's not big but like Oh man, <laughs> it just adds up. We're gonna say that. I mean, it is um, across like the half the world, right? Yeah, it's literally like a 20, 24 hour flight. Like it's oh shit, that is awful. not that is not it. Let me That's tell you it. that much. No, I think I had like three layovers last time in different countries because I'm not sitting for twenty six hours. Can't do that. No, oh my All god. Right. Well, I mean, it's clear that COVID really rocked your world. One hundred percent. But love <laughs> something that I love talking to really like any creator about is undergoing COVID and quarantine. How did that change your creative process? In a way, it was kind of like a good thing uh, at the start. I'm just kind of sick of it now, but um, at the start, it was a good thing because um, when I first moved here, I was just like going out a lot. I was like working a lot and I just never really had big time for music, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then when like lockdown hit, I was like, oh, like shit, this is a perfect time for me to like, you know, work on music. Definitely. And then, um, yeah, my biggest song so far, I wrote it like the first month of quarantine and it like didn't blow up. It, it's getting good streams. But um, yeah, so I learned how to like properly promote my stuff. I am working with like a publicist and stuff now. Like, I don't know. I just needed to take some time to figure out what the heck I was doing. We've talked to obviously a bunch of artists and and it seemed to be the same for all of them. And even us, like I've had so many ideas that I've wanted to do. And I just like always knew I wanted to do them, but I never got to do them because I never had the time or I never made the time. But when you get handed just like oodles of fucking time, you're like, okay, well, I better start doing shit. Literally. Because you don't want to waste your time, but like there's nothing to do. So, you know, you just got to figure out what the fuck there is to do it. (laughs) Exactly. And now, like you said, like we're over it. Like I, I, the normalcy would be delicious. I just don't even know how to go back into normal life. So if anyone else knows, uh, let me know. I was watching movies and I'm like, why aren't they wearing masks? I get <laughs> so weirded out every time. And then like, if I see someone without a mask, I literally run in the opposite direction. Like as if they like. <laughs> Will kill you. Yeah. Like, they have COVID. <laughs> I literally, I just like, uh, we're going to be brainwashed for like the rest of our life. Lo- like not brainwashed, but we're right? just going to like be the biggest germaphobes. Forever. Literally. COVID just gave us all trauma. It's fine, though. Honestly, I love a good shared trauma. I feel like it really, like, going <laughs> going back to what you said about, like, when people ask, how are you? It's like, people are actually kind of answering, like, how they actually are these days. And it kind of almost yeah, brought... Like, no. Yeah. It's like, like, how are you doing? I'm mentally unstable. How are you? <laughs> It almost brought like this like authenticity back in like the evolution of TikTok now. Like people are not afraid to show their true selves, which is a blessing and a curse. We'll forever have this strange bond. Yeah, right? Like we're all this whole I don't it's not even a generation, this whole like everybody right now. We're going through the same shit and we have to deal with it together. Exactly. Whatever. Well, why I spend my times uh, in solitude, <laughs> maybe not necessarily creating bangers. Uh, you did. <laughs> you just dropped your brand new single, Red Flag. Uh, and if I do say so myself, it is an anthem. Thank you. 
Your ability to tell a story, but you don't stray away from like your typical pop lyrical composition. That's that's not easy to do. And you really hit the nail on the head for that. And it, obviously it's like it's deep shit that you talk about. So I'm wondering, like when you write from that perspective, do you find it to be kind of like straightforward and fulfilling or is that difficult to open up and, and write such a hard hitting it's song? It's really difficult when I'm writing about myself. Mm-hmm. So I take other scenarios that I know people have gone through and stuff and out with them it's probably it's probably a terrible way to say it but like that's how that's my creative process i guess but um what i like to do is um you know there's like a problem with it like red flag for example like the guy was cheating on the girl she still was like in love with him or whatever mm-hmm. so i pretend that's me and then just super like just over exaggerate every little thing that could have gone wrong and then write about it that's I, awesome. I mean, it worked well for you. Yeah. Thank you. That is uh, such a great approach to like hankering down on a song because it's almost like you have your own little format of how to write, but it also really produces a, a bunch of great content. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so does your friend know uh, that this song is about yeah. their relationship? Does the boy know is the real question. Yes. <laughs> no shame. No shame. And they're still together. Um. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, that's like, tea. Music video and everything. They're still together, but it's fine. I don't know. You guess. I guess you really never know how someone feels until you go through it. Even if you think yeah. you do by putting yourself in their shoes, I guess. I guess you don't. I get that. Like when it comes to like love, there's so many like little things that can you know influence like a decision. Mm-hmm. I guess. And it's not like somebody outside the relationship is going to know any of that stuff that's going on, right? This is just me making an effort to prove a point, I guess. That's a good friend. I don't, I've had friends who have done that too. And they're like, like they've blatantly been cheated on and they've like caught like whoever cheating. And then they stay together. And I'm just like, are you dumb? Like, I don't want to say <laughs> yeah, like, are you dumb? Right? But I'm like, can I like shake some sense into yeah. you? Because it's driving me crazy. But what they, they say love is blind. And I've been in a situation like that kind of. Where um you just like ignore all the red flags because like mm-hmm. you know something else that they'll do will just kind of like make up for it. It's like um Ted Mass, like the good cancel out the bad, like multiplication cancel cancel the <laughs> division or whatever. Like, just, that's how I see it. I don't think I've ever heard PEMDAS <laughs> used to reference love. I love that. I've also been out of school for way too long for that. Like <laughs> I was like PEMDAS. I, I remember. Yeah. Well, bring it back to love and and red flags. What are some red flags? for you that you're just like uh-uh like that is no <laughs> i'm calling that off and i um a previous relationship of mine i'm in one right now I'm going strong everything's good is, congrats is he the one in the music video yeah he was oh you guys are so He's cute i was like I they can't i was like he is not cheating on her <laughs> this is all lie he said i didn't have to pay him it was great <laughs> right. but um in a previous relationship um i everything was good and then um, I realized, like, the guy was just getting, like, super insecure for no reason. It's just, like, getting mad at me for, like, doing, like, little things. Let's say, like, somebody would, like, DM me on Instagram. I wouldn't, like, respond. But he'd just get mad that, like, somebody else did that, I guess. And I was like, what the heck? And, like, little things like that would happen. And by the time we broke up, I found out that he cheated on me. 
So, like, you were insecure for what, my guy? Literally, because he probably thought, because, like, okay, so we were basically doing, like, a long-distance thing, and I was in Indonesia. Shit, (laughs) that is quite the long distance. (laughs) This is very long distance. But, like, it just kind of adds up, because, like, as soon as he started, like, acting, like, stuff like that and started being weird, like, I knew, like, something was up, Mm -hmm. you know? Red flags flying. I've honestly, I've caught myself like thinking that a girl, like there's a red flag with the girl and I'm like, oh, actually it's mm-hmm. just myself. Like I'm the one that's wrong here. <laughs> this is why boys, I just can't deal. No, but I, I don't know. I feel like that's a healthy thing to under, to like identify where you're wrong. Um, yeah, you're self-aware and that's what matters, right? Yeah. I've talked to a person in a relationship before. I'm not, I'm not proud of it, but you know what happens? You live and you learn. Definitely. And it's funny because like, I think I, my red flags are completely different than probably like Devin's. <laughs> Mine are like, ew, you're too nice. Red flag. <laughs> like, that, not mentally. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, what's the, what do you, what red flags do you look for in a girl then? Hmm. Yeah. Good I mean, question. Honestly, well, I just think like for me, and this is so not universal and I know that I'm wrong, but like, when I'm starting to talk to a girl, I do not like anything to be serious until like I'm ready for it. And whenever like you're giving me that kind of seriousness, I'm like, oh, it's a red flag. I'm not ready for this. I must end all communication. <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't okay. even picture you with a girl. No, I couldn't either because I like I refuse commitment. <laughs> Wow, this is a quick group therapy session. I, know, I love it. I was just going to say, this is the most relationship talk I've had in a year. So. <laughs> Very good. Next, same time next week, right? Yeah, I'll see you there. You can bring your boyfriend. We can hash things out. Perfect, perfect. Uh, well, you know, that's honestly what I love about music. And specifically this podcast is we can take an artist. Uh, you know, obviously your music is, is generating like thousands of streams, but it, it, we're forgetting that. It, it it's still there's a message there and we were just able to have dialogue about it which is my favorite thing about music so uh, brings me to my next question is like what kind of emotion were you hoping to evoke from your listener with this track i really wanted bad bitch energy to kind of fuck yeah yes <laughs> i'm getting like thank you next vibes like fuck yes, you exactly i was going for like um medicine by queen naja Oh, oh. Asia, that, yeah, that that girl, and like her song is just about like getting over this guy who like treated her wrong. She's like, I'm a Facetime Ryan, I'm a Facetime Brian, doing the things he did to me. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna take matters into my own hands and kind of do my own thing. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get that kind of vibe, I guess. And I just want people to know that, like, you know, if you're a girl or a guy, you don't need a significant other to make yourself, you know, valid. Exactly, exactly. queen bitch energy. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Queen bitch. What a vibe says. and like what a way to like go into songs. Be like, this is what I want. Most people are like, oh, I yeah, just exactly. want them to like feel happy. No. <laughs> Queen bitch. No, I'm a strong independent woman and I need everybody to know that. <laughs> what kind of music do you usually turn to when you're like when you're like, all right, bad bitch vibes up? All I literally all I listen to is like Shanae, Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. Um like all these like R and B people. Back in high school, I was like a little bit of a Cardi B. <laughs> Hell yeah! When she dropped like Bodak Yellow. I was like, yeah. You? Wow. I feel like Hello. everyone was a Cardi B fan at some point. Definitely. Yeah, like she's a she's an amazing performer. Oh yeah. She just knows how to like carry herself, and I respect that because I want to learn how to do that too. She's a wild human. <laughs> In like the best way possible. The best way possible. I was in college at the time, uh, UMass Amherst, shout out. And there was actually a competition. Cardi B was pregnant. And not, she wasn't pregnant. She was fucking eight months pregnant. Like, (laughs) 
what what's oh the God. what's Wait, the baby's name? So this is culture co- culture. Right? I don't know. Culture yeah. was about to okay. pop out any day now, um, and there was a, a competition with Tinder, and it was whoever had the most school with the most swipes in the whole fucking country. UMass won. We had oh, the I most swipes. This happening. So an eight month pregnant Cardi B. It was also the first performance she ever did uh, with the release of her album. So it, her album just dropped. She came. 30 minute performance, baby, like basically coming out, giving birth. It was the best concert I think I've been to. Oh my gosh. I was working for iHeartRadio at the time and I was at their award show and it was in LA. And I want to say it was like March of our senior year, junior year. And she was so pregnant. And my roommates and I were there just watching the show and we're like, she's definitely pregnant. Like she has to be pregnant. And then like the day after, they're like, Cardi B, months pregnant or however much. Yeah, I remember when that was like a huge thing. I woke up one morning, my friend sent me like six text messages on like every social platform. They were like, Cardi B's pregnant. Cardi B's pregnant. Like, <laughs> I don't really care that much. It's cool though. But like, Honestly, like that was such a, a pioneer moment for like women in entertainment oh, because the idea of a yeah, woman. Yeah, for real. Like people were like, how can this woman be a mom and a singer? Like, it's like, oh, well, yeah, but like they were like, she's just starting out. Like she literally just dropped her first album and now she's pregnant. Like her career is not going to go anywhere. And I'm like, and then she said, little do they know uh, two years later what? comes WAP and she's doing like splits <laughs> and shit. Like, <laughs> So I was back to so Sally. When that song came out, I was like, they really did that. They did that. And it's so cool. I wish I could do something like that, you know? The music video. About like women and like mm-hmm. you know, pussy and blah, 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 blah. And nobody finds anything wrong with it. I mean, like, whatever. But as soon as a girl does it, they're like, you know, respect yourself, all this shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, did you see recently? Uh, I think he's since taken back his comment. But I mean, what does that mean? If you've already said it, Snoop Dogg basically being like Cardi needs to like put her goods away or something. It's like, dude, go back to your lyrics. I didn't even hear that. And we're drinking his wine right now, Brendan. Why didn't you tell me? I would not have gotten it. <laughs> you had mentioned like you hope to be able to, you know, kind of push boundaries with your lyrics. I also know you said uh, it was easier to share other people's stories. Like, what? where's the line for you on what you share of yourself? Um, I don't know. Like, what really, like, is, like, keeping me from, like, talking about certain things in a song or probably, like, knowing my family members listen to my music. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I don't want them to, like make those connections and think of me like that, you know, like, it's just weird if I talk about, like, sex or something, you know? I 100% um, understand. I mean, like, I, I'm sure, like, I'll grow into it eventually. No, definitely. And I think, like, that as you grow within the industry, and I think that's something, uh, even myself, like as a broadcaster, as you grow, it's like you, you kind of need to establish credibility within yourself. And then you're like, well, then I can talk about this. But like you really, it yeah. is like a self-discovery thing, like of being comfortable with your own self and like sharing that with the world. Exactly. Being comfortable with your own self. There was a reason I felt uneasy. Red Flag is streaming atop the Music You're Missing playlist right now. 2021, we already know (laughs) that it's going to be a transformative year for many people in the industry. Uh, We definitely have our eyes on you. And I'm just wondering, like, what are your 2021 music goals? I want to drop an EP this year, eventually. Oh, my gosh. I have so much music that I just haven't released because I'm like, "Eh, do I really like it? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, like you create something 
Now you look at it or listen to it too much and you're like, it's not that great. But, you know, you're just kind of missing the point. You made it. Get it out there. People want to hear it. Stream-wise, I think I had like 350,000 streams last year. And I only dropped a few singles. And I didn't really, really push them. So this year, hopefully a million or more. Fuck yeah. Well, I mean, I can almost guarantee that that's bound to happen. (laughs) Appreciate it. Thank you. And then, of course, I think with high streams comes shows i would love to catch yeah on a show potentially maybe you could oh uh tour the east coast when they allow it like yeah in 2022 <laughs> if ever i had i had um i had a bunch of shows booked for like just like smaller venues and then this uh, company called waveland from toronto i did one virtual show with them and i'm doing another one like, next week i think but <gasps> like so before exciting. i had a bunch of stuff booked and like all the stuff ready to go and then covid well now you have some more music coming out and honestly the shows are gonna come eventually and when they come like they're gonna flourish honestly so it's really disheartening that unfortunately you did have to miss out on a lot of shows but i mean when the when we can say the world is officially back to normal the things that took the biggest hits i think are gonna be flourishing the most no 100 percent. it's just gonna make it all that much better i guess oh i'm so excited for that day I what? turned 19 over quarantine, <gasps> so I couldn't even, like, go out or anything. Oh, Wait, that's right, so because that's... drinking age there 18 or 19? It's 19. It's 19. And, like, the, the drinking, clubbing... Oh, my God. So I thought it was 18, and then every time I was in Canada, I was, like, really offended because they check your ID, like, more, like, I don't know if it was just me or, like, everywhere I went, they would, like, grill my ID. And I was like, I know I look like I'm 12, but, like, I'm really, like, 22. Like, <laughs> chill oh out. Gosh, no, I feel that. I low-key, low-key had a fake for a little while. And, um, because, um, like, all my friends here are older than me by, like, a year or two. So I don't want to just sit at home, you know? Like, yeah. Kind of help, so. I mean, we've we've been down I, that avenue yeah, as well. <laughs> you're talking to the king and queen of that. Well, I did it, though. It's yeah, fun. I mean, you, you definitely get to experience you know what you what you've missed out on in this whole COVID with the partying aspect it's so much more fun when you're like technically not supposed to be there because like it's like a adrenaline rush I miss the adrenaline rush I say that all the time <laughs> right? like should I just bring my fake ID out for a whirl but <laughs> then I realized that I'm old and I would actually get in trouble now <laughs> for, like, for like no reason <laughs> I got my fake ID taken away by the FBI so <laughs> Well, my dad caught me with my fake ID. That's worse. At Not like Dennis. 16 oh or seven. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was bad times. Really bad times. <laughs> All right. Well, before yeah, we inspire any of our younger listeners to, <laughs> oh you know, gosh. go commit a felony, uh, let, it was a, a wonderful time chatting with you. Thank you so much for calling in. 2021 is yeah, going to be too. your year. I can feel it. I sure hope so. I'm manifesting it. We, we're manifesting it for you. We're so excited Thank and you. we love red flags and we can't wait to hear what you do next. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no oh, problem. Of course. You said you I put my trust in you, guess
She was so cute. And honestly, I feel like we had a really good time talking to her. Yeah, I mean, our conversation expanded far beyond music, which isn't typically something that we do. And I actually really enjoyed like get low key going to therapy with her. I know we really did. Now I feel like I need it next week. And now I feel like I'm single for the own fault of my own actions. We all knew that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> well, Levara's brand new single, Red Flag, is streaming at the tippity top of the Music You're Missing playlist. So go checkity it out. None of I that. hate that. I, I hate that. I'm I keeping can't. it in because that was so fucking embarrassing. I can't do the tippity top. That was so gross. Tippity, uh, Brendan, no. Anyhow, <laughs> Red Flag streaming at the top of the playlist. And there are a lot of red flags coming for me right now. <laughs> so get me out of here. Make sure you are following her on social media at Levara. And also make sure you are following us and our new playlists, which are where, Brendan? You can find us on Instagram at Music You're Missing, and then you can find our like personal Instagrams. We're tagged in the bio. Then the playlists are going to be available on Spotify. Just type in Music You're Missing, and we actually have our own little account full of awesome playlists. There's so many of them, and then you can listen based on what vibe you want for the day. Definitely. Let's actually, let's talk about that. So I, I think my favorite one is leisure. I've been kind of listening to that specifically like when I cook at night. Oh, cause you, it hasn't been out. So you guys don't know, but I have access to it. So I've been listening <laughs> to it at night. Um, I also like my personal playlist. Sorry, Devin. Um, and life is more, sorry. I, I'm like asking for Devin's opinion and I'm just not giving her space to I, talk. He does this all the time. I do. Um, life though, that's more of like a, Okay, like let's light one up and just kind of re relax and uh, just kind of delve into my own mind. Okay, well, first of all, my favorite is probably my own just because it's the random shit I listen to. Classic. Brendan literally hates it and I'm okay with that, but you'll love it. Then I really like the complete collection just because it's fun hearing all of the people we've interviewed and I'm like, oh wait, I remember this interview and I forgot that like, they sang the song and now I hear it like yeah. here and there and I'm like like yesterday I was in um, Boston last night and this car was just absolutely bumping this song by Versace and I was like wait why do I know that song and like you can't even hear like you could just hear like the bass from it and I was like I know that bass Definitely. too well yeah, no, like one of my favorite things is being out in public and hearing one of the artists that we've interviewed. I've definitely heard Andre Zizov's um, Feel Like at like an Express or an H&M before. <laughs> but yeah, go check out all of our new playlists. And of course, go check Levar out. We'll be back next week with who, Devin? I don't know. It's a surprise. So you'll just have to tune in. Oh, okay. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Are you ready for spring? Well, now is the perfect time to add a proven winner's hydrangea to your landscape. Beautiful and easy to grow, there's one for every style and situation. Look for proven winner's hydrangeas in the white containers at your local garden center. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Have you tried the Name Your Price tool yet? It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to find a rate that works for you. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive. Get your quote today at Progressive.com and see why four out of five new auto customers recommend Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.